Good morning. Buenos dias. Look at there. He's already speaking. <laughs> Reverse she roles. Bilingual. Bilingual. It is Monday, Monday morning. Hey, this is the first time we've recorded on a Monday. In a long time. In a long time. It's 951. I know. But it's kind of late on a Monday. Yeah, it's almost 10. But it is a good day. The weather is... It's nice. So nice. So nice. So we had Connect Group last night. And Ooh, we did. Uh, it was, we had a great Connect Group. We did. Great Connect Group. We had, uh, I think we had 40. That's awesome. Uh, 40 people last night at our Connect Group. And we had chili, hot dogs, chili dogs, bond, or not a bonfire, but just a, fire a, pit. a little yeah. fire pit, and roasted our hot dogs, and... The kids carved pumpkins. Mm -hmm. They had a hayride. Hayride, yeah. And there was Nerf gun wars <laughs> and climbing trees and basketball and a very, 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 very intense <laughs> cornhole game. Yes. With um, the champions. Did y'all win? We won both times. Oh, man. If you ever want to see anything very entertaining, it's not just the cornhole game. It is Pastor McKenzie and Tracy Stanick <laughs> on the same team. I would just like to say that we were undefeated. It was the longest cornhole game in history, probably the worst, but <laughs> we won. They both were times. they were very animated. <laughs> I didn't score a single point until I was needed and Tracy was like, "All right, McKenzie, you got this." And I scored or I put two Two bags on the one in the hole and one on the board, and those are the only points I scored. And it, but it won us the game. There so showed up when it matters. Amen. Ice water in the veins. Mm, man, it was <laughs> it was fun. They they were it was there was a lot of excitement around those boards. <laughs> we're not competitive at all. But I did I, I did uh, I did notice that there was a lot of laughter. Yes. Um, and a lot of fellowship last night. Yes. It was yes. fun. It was good. Uh, if you're not a part of a connect group. There's just two. Yeah. There's just two. And we do only do it once a month. And uh, can you... It's a blast. You, you know what? You know, it's crazy that it's... Uh, the next time we do it, it'll be November. That's so weird. I was thinking about that the other day. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Like, we only have a couple Wednesday nights left before Christmas. I was I was a thinking couple. yesterday, I was we like... A, we only have a couple. Well, like eight. <laughs> <laughs> A but couple I was thinking times like, four. I was thinking like, okay, so we have Braden speaking this week in youth. Yeah. And then there we have in our fall night, Halloween what? night. Okay. <laughs> the Wednesday that's closest to Halloween. We're doing a big bonfire or fire pit out here. And then we have a Thanksgiving feast night. Those are all take place on Wednesday night. And then we're going to pack boxes, I think, like we did mm -hmm. last year. So oh, there's yeah. not that many. Oh, yeah. And then we'll have a Christmas party. Dude. There's not that many left before the end of the year. Packing boxes, that's not very far out. No. I thought about that the other Holy day. Holy Moses. I think I just broke Pastor Shannon's brain. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That that's is That's when I go into overdrive. That's my favorite thing. So it's so packing boxes, what? Is that six weeks away? <sighs> is it? There's five. Well, there's five Sundays. I got. My, I gotta get my calendar out now. So we're gonna do it. <clears throat> oh no, we're we're good. We're good. We are one, two, three, four. Probably seven or eight, because it's the first week of October. When did we? When do we pack boxes? The Wednesday before. Nope. So we give out the boxes on that Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which one. No, we did it on Sunday. We pack on a Sunday night. Sunday night? Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Or did we pack on a Wednesday night? Last year we packed on a Wednesday night. I don't remember. If you remember, let us know. <laughs> I don't remember. I want to say we did it on a Wednesday night because we had pizza and we... We did like that was in place of service. Okay. But the year before we did it on a Sunday night. We've only done it twice and we've done it different every year. Okay. Okay. 
All right. So we will pack boxes. Here we're having a meeting right now. <laughs> this is what our staff meetings look like, in case you were wondering. So we were about seven or eight weeks out. We'll just call it that. Wow. Who was it? That, was it Ethan that asked if we have staff meetings? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, we come into the office and <laughs> yeah. stand at the doorway. <laughs> stand at the door. We'll either stand in each other's door or uh, we'll, uh, yeah. Yeah, we have a staff meeting every, every morning. <laughs> what can I do for you today? <laughs> uh, oh, man. But anyway, hey, before we get into anything else, without any further ado, let's, let's get, get this, this thing. thing. We are so glad that you joined us today. God wants to do so much in you and through you, and we would love to hear about it. Would you send us an email at shannon at hectorfirst.com or mckenzie at hectorfirst.com to tell us your story. You can also go online and give to this ministry by going to hectorfirst.com and clicking the Give tab. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy the conversation. So we have, well, after church yesterday morning, mm-hmm. uh, you and Pastor Katie Joe mm-hmm. and myself were talking about Christmas. Yes. Trying to look at Christmas, uh, the plan for yes. the yes. month of December, our Sundays. Christmas is actually on a Sunday this year. Yep. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, we're going to do a, um, probably a Christmas Eve service. Okay. Probably about 10-ish okay. that morning. On, that, on a Saturday? Yeah. That Saturday evening? Yeah. We'll probably do that. And it, it, I know there won't be, they won't be, everybody won't be able to be here. Uh, a lot of people are traveling, uh, but we will do something. We're going to do just a, just a short um Maybe communion, candlelight, whatever. I don't know about candles, but uh, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> candles. Make you nervous in the sanctuary. We can do the little fake candles, the battery-operated ones. Yeah, good. I think we have. Or just them. have everybody bring their own lighter. Bring their own lighter. That's even worse. <laughs> just hold up your phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we're going to do, be doing some fun things throughout the week or throughout the month of uh, December, including our children's and uh, letting them be a part of our services. Some, yes. So it'll be, it's going to be good. I'm already, I'm looking forward to it. We're doing another community service, Christmas service. Uh, I think so. Okay. I want to. I like that. I think people like. Well, I want sorry, to. I shouldn't have said that on the. No, that's podcast. fine. <laughs> uh, actually, I was looking at the calendar this morning. Uh, I'm still in the staff meeting mindset, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so we've got, uh, we got that. We've got, we've got uh, the hometown harvest is coming Mm -hmm. up, and that's this month. Yep. We have Thanksgiving. Yep. Thanksgiving give back, Thanksgiving, and then Christmas time. Thanksgiving give back is my happy place. Yeah. That's what I love. It's going to be, we need, we still need a lot of food. Yep. We still need a lot of food. If you're listening and you uh, want to want to donate some food, uh, we we can actually put a list. I was going to say, I'll put a list. On the Facebook page. Uh, and I'll, we can make a video. I can make a video or something. Yeah, yeah. Tell exactly how much more. I'll go yeah. count and see how. Didn't we do a, we did a, a funny video with a <laughs> First <year>. turkey decoy, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> We also did a funny one for the candy third album. <laughs> Remember that one? Oh, yeah. We jumped up in the back of the truck. <laughs> hey, somebody saying last night at the Connect Group, they had seen, they had, they had seen our TikToks. Oh, of, I know uh, who it was. Of us dancing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I walked into uh, Drew and Rachel's last night, mm-hmm. and uh, Susan said, Shannon, come here, come here. And I went in there in the living room, and uh, all the kiddos, the little kids was in there. Dancing to secular music, she said, <laughs> and they're like, and Susan's like, Pashan, they are dancing to secular music. I said, y'all are doing what? And uh, they just kind of all stopped. And look, I said, dance party, dance party. <laughs> so we all start. I jumped right in there, and started That's dancing. Awesome. With them. I love it. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff. A lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff coming up. It's going to be 
It's my favorite time of the year. It's mine too. My favorite time of the year. Um, this is the time when it goes by super fast because yeah. there's so much to do. I can't. Uh, you said that, and I'm thinking, when does it not fast? That's true. Because it wasn't true. too long ago that it we was, was summer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at church camp or doing <laughs> getting ready for church camp, I was thinking we're, <laughs> we're getting ready to do what we're fixing to do. I was sitting here thinking it's almost the end of the year, and I still <laughs> we weren't able to. I normally try to have a like a youth sponsor meeting at the beginning of the year to plan you out. Still ain't got no, it. I still haven't done it for this year. Yeah, yeah. It just kept getting pushed off. You better start doing twenty twenty three. I know. <laughs> uh, hey, just I want to say a big shout out to all of our favorite listeners uh you guys uh i have been getting some messages about this and and there's even even some people in town were asking about it really yeah oh snap yeah. hector so, famous uh anyway they said what do y'all what do y'all talk about what do y'all what do y'all what, what do you don't do? we talk about i said well we do we do hector things we talk about everything that's going on in H-Town, and then we talk about some church stuff, theology, topics, biblical topics. I said, we're all over the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, so. Jump on some soapboxes. Because mm -hmm. we can, because we got the mic. That's right, and we have the editing power. <laughs> we are and our we, own publishers. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> you are. So. Well, I was giving you credit anyway. Uh, man. It's fun. He's the brains behind the operation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. There is a Frasier episode mm -hmm. where uh, they decide that they're going to go on a trip mm -hmm. across the country. It starts out with, with Frasier and his dad, Martin, are going to go. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't get along, so <laughs> they each secretively... Uh, Frazier goes to Niles, his brother, and says, Hey, you gotta go with me. You gotta go with me. I can't be in the they're gonna do it in a Winnebago. I can't be in the Winnebago with dad for that long. You're gonna have to come. He's saying Niles saying, No. Of course we know that Niles have you ever watched Frazier? Mm -mm. Niles has this secret crush on Daphne, which is uh Martin, the the dad, is his health care worker that uh <laughs> but she lives in the same apartment with him. Uh -huh. She cooks, she does everything. And uh, so while Frazier's asking Niles that you say, you got to come, Niles saying no, uh, Martin's got Daphne in the kitchen and he's asking her, he said, you got to go. I, you can't let me be in a Winnebago with Frazier by myself. He's just saying, yeah. and she's like, oh, I think that'd be fun. So when they come out he says, okay, uh, Frazier says, um, Niles says, well, I can't go. I'm leaving. And Daphne says, I'm going. And Niles says, well, I, I'm going to go too. <laughs> so they all end up in this Winnebago. And they're going to go to, I think, uh, Mount Rushmore, I think. Mm -hmm. So they're going down the interstate. I know this is crazy random stuff, but they're going down the interstate. I'm going somewhere because I said, sure. Okay. And uh, um, Frazier gets upset because Martin gets upset because Frazier's not, he says, we're just out on the open road, you know, and they're mm -hmm. driving out there and, and, uh, Martin wants him to get off on this exit. And he says, we're just going to drive. We're just going to be free and yeah. drive. And, uh, they get upset. Anyway, everybody's ends up taking it there. Everybody's asleep, taking a nap. And, um, and then it comes back on and Martin's driving and uh, they say, well, look, look up the road. There is a, there's this gas station. It's got a live bear. Come take a picture with a live bear. And so they pull in and they they walk in. Well, there's no live bear. It's stuffed. <laughs> and it's in this gas station. Uh -huh. And they said, well, your sign said that the bear was live. And she said, it's an old sign. <laughs> And she and they said, "Well, come take our picture with us, and and uh, or take our picture with this bear." Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, "Okay, but just so you know, it's ten dollars Canadian." And so they're taking the picture, and they's like, and Daphne starts screaming, "Why? Why are you taking? Why does she say Canadian?" Yeah. 
and uh, Fraser Martin says, "Well, we're in Canada," and she goes nuts because she is from England or mm-hmm. you, somewhere over across the pond, so she has this accent, and um, and she really, I, I think she really does it in real life. So anyway, this is so random, <laughs> so dumb. So now they're freaking out. Mm-hmm. So they got to go back across the border, and she said. I was. I'm almost to the point of getting my citizenship. Yeah, yeah. But the the one thing they told me not to do was leave the United States. <laughs> so they're in this Winnebago, and they're going. And of course, Niles and and Fraser, they're they're psychiatrists, so they always talk about their ethics. Yeah, they don't break the rules. Yeah. And so Martin is a retired police officer, and he says, "Guys, just just let me handle this." Just don't say anything. They all get real nervous. Mm. And uh, Martin says, well, Daphne, can you say anything without your British accent or your English accent? She goes, sure. (laughs) And uh, he says, okay, well, what can you say? I just said it. Sure. So that's all (laughs) she could say. say. So they get to the border. They get to the border and the... They get so excited because they're waving everybody through. They say, oh, they're waving everybody through. And then he says, oh, they're pulling us over. So they pull over, and in comes the border agent and uh, starts asking them questions. And he gets to, to Daphne, and he says, uh, well, did you, did you, what did, did you like uh, uh, Canada? And she said, sure. <laughs> and starts asking her all these questions, and all she can say is, sure, without, <laughs> and uh, anyway, they end up getting back across because Martin uh, said he forgot to bring his rabies certificate for his dog. It was, I know that's the stupidest story, but. <laughs> I was invested. Sure. 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 So Susan and I, we always say, well, I guess we watch too much Frasier. Sure. Sure. But it's a pretty funny episode. That one is. I love it when they said. It's the an bear, old sign. It's a, the bear says, it sounds as if the bear's alive. She's, it's an old sign. I feel uh, like I would like this show. I feel like we just lost a bunch of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they turned us off. Ten minutes later. Ten minutes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a very good storyteller. Oh, I thought that was an excellent story. It's a funny, funny show. I feel like I would like show. that show. Funny show. What was it? Oh, I was at your house one time when y'all were watching an episode of one show. Was it Frasier? No. The. There's another one name. Seinfeld? Nope. Cheers? Nope. Friends? Nope. That's it. That's all we watch. Maybe it was Frasier. The guy solves crimes or something. Oh, Monk. Monk. That was it. That was it. Yeah, Monk. That's pretty funny. That one's funny, too. Yeah. We always, I guess we always watch one name shows. (laughs) Frasier. Friends, Cheers, Monk, House. I'm trying to think of other one name shows. Seinfeld. No. You ever watch Little House on the Prairie? No. My dad is obsessed with that show. I think Susan likes it. I don't like it. He watches through it literally at least once a year. I'll come home to Cersei and I'll hear him, like when I walk through the door, I'll hear him crying in the living room and I'm like, oh, he's watching Little House on the Prairie. And it's like a like he puts his hand over his face. Like, oh, Laura, it's like one of those cries. <laughs> My mom will be in the dining room with her headphones and watching something at the dining room table, and she's like, "Your dad's on season six, a little awesome prairie." <laughs> uh, Ethan watches Andy Griffith. My dad loves Andy Griffith too. He doesn't I cry. Just in that can't one get much. into that. I don't know why. I just I just can't. Anyway. I can watch it for a little bit, but it's not yeah. one of those I can like sit down and binge watch. Yeah. Barney Fife gets on my nerves. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I know a couple Barney Fives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we had a good day yesterday. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that was a good segue. It <laughs> wasn't even a segue. We just jumped <laughs> ship. <laughs> it was going down like a one-egg pudding. You never heard that? It was going down like a what? Going down like a one-egg pudding. One-egged pudding? Yeah. 
<laughs> I guess so. It's a saying. I guess puddings need more than one egg, and so if you only put one in there, they fall. <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. You've never heard that? Going down like a one-egged pudding. Good. No, it's not pudding. It's pudding. pudding. Sorry, pudding. Going down like a one-egg pudding. <laughs> I'm going to put this in my notes of colloquialisms. <laughs> I'm going to use that Wednesday night in my sermon. I don't know how. Well, I'm not preaching. Never mind. Going down like a... Yeah, it's just saying. I've heard it my whole life. <laughs> uh, you've been here how long now? <laughs> Almost three years. Oh. Yes, yesterday was a good day. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> yesterday was a great day. Um, we had a great service yesterday morning. Uh, worship was was powerful. Very different... It's 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 not funny. It's really amazing to see how the different how um, the atmosphere is different each week. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Yes. Uh, I don't know how to explain that. It's just being very. It goes from. I mean, it's really it's awesome. Every which way, but it's like there's a excitement, a level of joy and yeah. happiness, and then there's uh, and then there's power mm-hmm. and there's heaviness. It's mm-hmm. just really. It's been, I, I know what you're about. It's differed like over the last several weeks, like yeah. a different atmosphere and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think God is really setting he it's like well i mean you know he just sets the sets the tone sets the mood for the for the service yeah. i don't know how, I, don't, I don't know that's probably not no that's the, theologically correct setting the mood but it's always there's there's just a it coincides with each other yeah yeah so yesterday's sermon was a very heavy my grandpa, I went out and seen my grandparents this morning, and my grandpa said, uh, or my grandma told me, she said, when when you started talking about that, where, uh, Genesis 38 with uh, Judah and Tamar, he leaned over, my grandpa leaned over to my grandma and said, where is he going to go with this? <laughs> uh, so yeah, started a one, series about haunted by your past. Yeah, I had we had several that came to the altar yesterday morning, but then I made the point there after church. I just felt like there were others that needed and that yeah. wouldn't, and I had several that came to the front after church. Yeah, um, there's a, and I had many conversations yesterday after church, after even after I got home. Uh, Phone calls, text messages. It was, uh, it was a very different sermon. I don't think no. I've ever preached anything like that before. It's good though. Thank you. It You're wasn't welcome. me. Oh. But you know how it goes. You were the messenger. <laughs> I was the messenger. Um, still... I sent him a message yesterday, and he said, "You got to stop that." <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, greatly offended. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you'll bounce back. I don't know exactly how I'm going this Sunday yet. So, um, what are your thoughts about? It, it's so easy to be. It's so easy to dwell on the things that uh, that, that are negative in our life. Uh, Let me set this up. <clears throat> Knowing what it for you for you for your life, for example, mm-hmm. or anybody that's been in church. Um, what do you think about knowing the promises? Mm-hmm. Knowing knowing the promise of God. Or knowing the dream that you have for your life mm-hmm. or what God has called you to do, 
having all of that knowledge and it not happening in your timetable or you feel like it's stalled out, what would you say? Would you say anything different? Would you add anything to what we talked about yesterday? Would I add anything? Would you add anything to it? No, not at all. About, well, I mean, what? So if you had Judah Mm -hmm. and Tamar, Mm -hmm. how would you feel if you were her? If I was Tamar? I mean, I don't even know. She has a one of the, <clears throat> in my opinion, one of the most complex stories Very. In, the, in the lineage of Christ, at least. You know, yes. Um, maybe in the whole Bible, <laughs> it's just a lots of pain and lots of. Um, I, I would say feelings of abandonment from her is what I would. It, me looking at her story. Yeah. Obviously, the Bible doesn't go into a lot of the what her feelings were. You know, like that mm-hmm. part of it. But she lost two husbands, yeah. and then. The but if you could read between the lines, yeah, if I could read between the lines and, and put my personality into that story, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I know what I would feel. Lost two husbands, the father-in-law who's supposed to take care of her, like by by their law, their customs. Right. Father-in-law supposed to take care of her, refuses to, and after her asking and, and and approaching him again, refuses to do what he's supposed to to take care of her. Yeah, like nothing happens, and so she, finally she's just like, okay, I'm gonna take this into my own hands and. And then she's got, you go to that situation and then and she, I can imagine the shame that she feels from there because it wasn't right what she did either, you know, but she, I don't know. It's just one of those. It's one of those things. It's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Because both of them were in the wrong, but then also what happened with Tamar and Judah brought Perez, which brought the Christ, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's just one of those things that's like. I was thinking this morning when I got up, and I don't know if I said this. I haven't went back and listened to it yet, but I had uh, I had mentioned, you know, we 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 know that saying: two rights don't make a wrong, right. or two wrongs, two wrongs don't, don't make, make a right. right. But God can make it right. That's right. Yeah, God can make it right. Yeah, I think if anything, her story <clears throat> epitomizes redemption. <clears throat> you know, yes, the redeeming power of Christ that He took the. The pain of the loss and the pain of the abandonment and the rejection and was able to make something out of <clears throat> her story, both the things that were been wrong to her, but also the things that she did, which I think that's that's exactly the direction you took yesterday and exactly what you were talking about, how <clears throat> even the things that have been like people wronged us in doing, but also I liked how you took the point of view of when we've wronged people, you know, yeah. like it's both are both are worthy of, not worthy, but both can receive redemption yes. and, and forgiveness, you know? Yes. So. Uh, I didn't even get through all my notes. There was something that <clears throat> I wanted to, I want to talk about this morning. Uh, if I can find it in my notes on my phone, because it's so much smaller. I think in, I think in the, Maybe I didn't put it in in my notes. But did you know in the, I think there are four, no, yeah, Tamar, Tamar is one of four women mentioned in the genealogy of Christ. Yes. <clears throat> Rahab, Ruth, Bathsheba. And Tamar. and Tamar. These women were most likely all Gentiles, and three of the four were not models of a godly life. But God, in his wonderful grace, overruled in each of their lives and situations. Yeah. It just goes to pro, goes to show that you're never too far. Oh, yeah. 100%. That God can't use you. Yeah. Never too far. Yeah. Gone. What you go through in life, 
it's kind of hard. It's this is this is the part that's kind of hard to uh, relay, relate to, or however you want to say it. But if there's no such things as accidents, I, I, I understand. I understand that that we bring we bring hurt and pain yeah. upon ourselves a lot of the time. Yeah, just by bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I mean, it's the same way in that story. Both Judah and Tamar made bad decisions, mm-hmm. but God redeemed. Yeah, God, God redeemed that situation. What you know, and it goes back to what Joseph. Yeah, said Joseph was a brother to Judah. Mm-hmm. What Joseph said, what you meant for bad, God yeah. turned around for good. Yeah. The whole time that Joseph had had left home, when he when he left to go find his brothers, it was all because of a dream, all because of something he said mm-hmm. that he was excited about. Yeah, he was excited about a dream that he had. Yeah, and it proves that there are always people around you that want to destroy you. Yep, that want to destroy your life. Judah was Joseph's brother, and when Reuben wanted to kill him, I think it was Reuben Mm -hmm. that wanted to kill him, Judah was the one that stepped up and said, hey, hey, wait, instead of having his blood on our hands, let's just sell him. Right. We'll take his coat, we'll deceive dad, we'll, you know, we'll, he put things into motion, all because of a dream that Joseph had. Yeah. He was jealous. And he was jealous. Mm-hmm. And then something that, a hope, a promise that was given to Tamar, it was taken from her, knowing that all because all because of a promise that had been given. Mm-hmm. How many times do we give, we give words of promise, words of hope, words of joy, and never full, never see it through? Yeah. Never fulfill on that person that person is is hanging on to something hanging on to it they said that i mean when i stand behind the pulpit and i know you feel the same way yeah i want to be very careful on how i how i l- let my words yeah come out i want them to be true i want to be truthful i don't want to be caught up in False hope. I yes. don't want to be caught up in saying, "Well, you know, Pastor, you said this. How come it hasn't happened?" That's where you fall into false prophecy. Yes. False religion. Yes. However yes. you want to label that. But if you can, if you can, if you can back up everything with the Word of God, if you are speaking truth, it's like I. I think it was maybe last week. That, um, we can't. The word doesn't back up our feelings. Yes, right. I know what you're talking about. We can't let our feelings dictate what the the <laughs> word of God has to determine. What? Yeah. Truth our is our feelings. feelings don't line up with the word of God. The word of no, the word of God doesn't line up with our feelings. Our feelings got to work line up. With our the word feelings got to line yeah. up with the word of God. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you look at the stories, and you can use all kinds of stories within within the scripture, but if you look at Joseph and you look at Judah and Tamar and everything, there was there were things that were done wrong. Yeah. Very wrong. <clears throat> yeah. But look what happened. Yeah. Look at what happened. Look at how Joseph, what what his brothers intended to do, God was God was with him every single step of the of yes. the way. Yes. No matter how hard it was, he he never promised that he would not that we would not have heartache or heartbroken or Bad days and bad months, bad years, a bad life. I mean, Joseph could have given up any time. Yeah. 
Tamar. I don't. It doesn't say how many years after after uh, Onan had her second husband. Uh, didn't say how, what was the dear the years difference between the two between him the second and the third son, but for her father in law Judah to say you need to remain a widow. Yeah. But go live with your parents. Yeah. That had to have been hard. Oh yeah. Don't oh, yeah. forget me. What yeah. was you gonna? I know you. I no, seen I'm, you looking up something. <clears throat> I was <clears throat> just trying to make sure I was correct before I said this. One of my favorite stories. I I don't. I know that the word of God is alive and breathing. You know, yes. and there's there's everything that is in the word is there for a reason, and it's there to speak to us. And yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to look up the meanings of words, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of Bible study and, sure. and studying that part. But one of my favorite parts about that story is Judah's name means praise, right? right. And Tamar went to, to Judah to praise, and through the praise, she, Judah and Tamar begot, or they had Perez, which means breakthrough. So through the praise, they got their breakthrough. So Oh, wow. That's one of my favorite parts about that story. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't know that. I heard my mom preach a sermon on that once. That's good yeah. stuff. So through the praise, there came a breakthrough. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Makes your brain turned in. Yeah. <laughs> I see his wheels turning. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. You can't you can't make this stuff. Up. Oh no, no. Wow. And through that, through that, we we through Perez, we had the the lineage of yep. Christ. We just read that. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. yesterday. Luke one and Matthew, Matthew one. one, and uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. In today's culture. In today's culture, what do you think? How 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 can how is this word or this this story applicable in our culture today? Well, um, I think that you hit it earlier when you're talking about how there Tamar does not have the or even Rahab or the women that are in the lineage of Christ, but specifically Tamar, because yeah. that's what we're talking about don't have the most like <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for polished story yeah yet they still were used to usher in the Christ you know they were yeah. still used mightily and they were uh, <coughs> I don't know they were they were vi- obviously vital in the yeah. the coming of Christ yeah and I think a lot of times we we discount ourselves or we downplay ourselves or we compare ourselves, yes, you know? Yes. I mean, you look at those women and you compare them to maybe like Ruth. Ruth had a, Ruth was probably the most polished of those yes, four women, yeah. you know, like she, she was, she's considered to be loyal to her, her mother-in-law. And she's the one that said, wherever you go, you, I'll go where you stay, I'll stay. And your people will be my people. And she, yeah. she takes and care Naomi of Naomi said, no, you're going home. Yeah. Yeah. She takes care of her and yeah. through her loyalty to her family and doing what was right. Um, she met her, her Boaz and all that. Like she's got a polished story, yes. pretty polished story. Yeah. And then in, like, I'm, I'm thinking like in today's society, it's really easy to compare with Facebook and, and Instagram yeah. and yeah. social media. And like, if I am Tamar or Bathsheba and I know they're all different or Rahab, or Rahab, the Rahab, the prostitute, Bathsheba, yeah. the one who cheated on her husband with the King and then the King had her husband murdered and they had a, yeah. a baby and then their baby died. Like these like, very unpolished stories pg-13 yeah. almost rated r stories yeah sure you know uh-huh. and then you're looking at ruth who's got all like who's the got it together yes and you're like wow man yeah i'm very inadequate you know we're we're very bad about comparing ourselves and and i think i think a lot of times people will look at people who have been through stuff and, and like or have have walked through certain things and they they've got it quote unquote got it together and they know what they're doing they're like well i could never do that you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i could never i could never be like that i could the lord could never lose me like this because of this this and this and this and yeah. me we give god all i got scars I, I got baggage got baggage i got skeletons in my closet mm-hmm. i got all these things and we give god all these different reasons as to why he can't use us 
and all the time God's like, well, that's exactly why I do want to use you. Like yes. th- this is this is a part of the story that I want to use, and this yes. is the platform that I want to give you. Yeah. And this is how I'm going to be made known through this, and mm-hmm. I, I'm going to use your uh, Tamar. I'm going to use your your loss and your pain to bring in to usher in my will. So you know, yeah. great, keep bring on, bring me yeah. the baggage, bring me the scars. That's exactly yeah. exactly what I want to use. So a lot of times we try to the things that we try to discredit us actually. Know, puts us in the perfect position yeah. for God's story to be yeah. Yeah. revealed. It's, I mean, it's 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 like we say all the time. There are no accidents. Yeah, you go nowhere by accident. Right. You know, the, sure, there may be some bad things that that happen, but God is a redeeming God. Yeah. That hey, I got in this mess, but He's going to help yeah. me get out. Yeah. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Yeah. He's he is a good God. Yeah. He wants nothing more than to redeem us. Yeah. I mean, mm. who, who am I to say that God can't redeem my story? Come on. Like. Yeah. I I, I I say this realizing that I've had that mindset before. Sure. And that's exactly what God said to me. Like, who are you to tell me that I can't? Right. You know, like, right. who, who am I to say that my baggage is too big or my pain is too much for God? But there to... are people that say that. Yeah. Yeah. And believe and, it. Yes. Yes. And, and like. I, I I think that it's I think a lot of times when we talk about putting God in a box, we talk about like I mean there's there's certain different areas where we talk about putting God in a box. But that I think that's one of the things where we put God in a box yeah. with meaning like we limit him or quote unquote you can't limit God, but right. we try to limit him in our own mind. Like, oh, this is too much for you, God. This yeah. is this is too scary for me to to give over to you. This is too yeah. scary for me to let you let you do because I'm too far gone. I'm too far gone. I've I've done too much. I've 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 done this and this and this and like, how how small do we think God is? You know, yeah. like how how inadequate do we feel like God is that He can't handle yeah. the God of the universe who literally holds everything between the span of His pinky and His thumb can't yeah. handle what we're dealing yeah. with? You know, I mean, just read the Bible. Yeah, I know. Um, get up, go outside before the sun comes up, and. Look at the sun's sunrise, and anybody that says that there can't be a God, yeah, and we've been having some beautiful sunrises, yeah, beautiful. He spoke that into existence with his words, literally just said, Yo, light. He took a handful of nothing and a handful of nothing and slammed it together and made something. Yes, I mean, I was talking to. Pastor Lakin last night, she's about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And just even what the human body does, like the, the how you naturally knows and the baby turns and yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know who I was talking to. Yeah, how does it know to do that? Yeah, yeah. It's just, how it's it crazy and, and our bodies are so detailed, mm-hmm. so complicated. You have hormones, mm-hmm. you have, and that, you know, everything works together. Uh, and if one thing's out of whack, it makes you feel bad. Yeah. I mean, you have you have hair in your nose <laughs> to help filter out the junk. Yeah. You have eyelashes. What's the purpose of eyebrows? I to keep the sweat out of your eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Some. It, that's pretty bad, though, when you don't have eyebrows, though, right? And that's a terrible time if you don't have eyebrows. But, I mean, you have all these skin. Yeah. I mean, it's waterproof. You can go swimming and you don't get... Your organs don't get I mean, You get shriveled. <laughs> you get prune, prune fingers. Or, but it's so... I mean, the complexity of even just our bodies. And yes. Yeah, we think that the highways of veins and nerves. Yes, and yeah, the blood and the blood cells and the the. I mean, how the blood pumps from your brain to I mean, heart. your heart to your brain, and then if if it pumps the wrong way, it has issues, and then and if it, it takes pumps the oxygen. Yes, all that. Yeah, it is. Somebody that says there is no God, they ain't thought about it. They got more faith than I do. Yeah, it ta- I, in my opinion, it takes more faith to think that everything just happened to exist than to think yes. that somebody created. Yeah. You know, yeah, and we think that our problems are too big, <laughs> are too much, yeah, for God. How many? You know? How many? If he, it says that he, the scripture says that he knows uh, when a sparrow falls. Yeah, he colors the fields, colors the lilies, knows every hair in our head. Yes, 
by number. That way, all our tears yeah. in a bottle. It's like he. It's not. That doesn't mean like he knows when one falls out. No, he says that's number five thousand six hundred seventy-seven yep. fell out. Yep. Uh. So. I had a does. I don't know how God talks to y'all, but I'm a pretty stubborn person, and so he has to be kind of blunt with me sometimes. And so. I remember one time, like a couple of years ago, I was having a pity party. I was throwing the biggest pity party. I was going through something I didn't want to go through, and I was just, I was just feeling, I was feeling real sorry for myself. Yeah. I was in, in the mindset of, well, oh God, you love everyone else, but there's no way you could possibly love me, and all mm-hmm. like this big old pity party. And the Lord just kind of gave me a little thump on the head. He's like, Mackenzie, how selfish can you be? <laughs> oh, wow. How selfish can you be yeah. that you think, like how self-centered that you think you are the only one in the entire universe mm-hmm. that is that is exempt from my magnitude and extravagant yeah. love. That you think that I died, sent my son to die for every single person yeah. except for you, Mackenzie, because your stuff, mm, mm-hmm. it's too much. Like. <laughs> How self-centered was I in that moment? Yeah. Self-absorbed to think that I was the lone exception. Yeah. You're special. You know, I'm that special. I'm that screwed up and that special. Sorry, I said that That's messed fine. up and I that said special. Shut up yesterday. There you go. So, no, I said stupid. You said stupid. I did. Pastor's gone wild over here. It's so. true. It's all of that. I mean, it's just. And it's just, it's an, it's a tactic of the enemy. Yeah. To it's shame filled and it's isolating. If he can get you to think that you're the exemption, he's got you right where he wants you. If mm-hmm. he gets you to think and the, that, and the, and the sad part about it is we choose to believe that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not new tactics. Mm-hmm. He does it in different ways, but it's the same. It's been the same thing from since the beginning yep. of time. I don't know why, but all I think about is Nacho Libre says, "Look alive, <laughs> slap you. Look alive, look alive." You know, it's not trying to make light of the subject, but it's true. Yeah. We are the dumbest people. (laughs) We are. You're right. We are dumb. Yeah. We are so dumb to think that nobody else is going through what I'm going through. They don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter about anybody else. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. He knows. And he's wanting to help. He wants to help. We just Right. We're dumb enough to sit in our I mean even junk. even think about like the Bible tells us that Jesus struggled in every human way possible. Right? So mm-hmm. anything that we could possibly face in our minds, we know that Jesus when he walked on this earth struggled and faced the same thing. You know? Yeah. So even if we think that no one <clears throat> Right now knows what we're going through. We got a God who yeah. literally walked through it. Yeah, so. it's like this is this analogy just came to me. I haven't really thought it out. I'm gonna say it anyway. All right. But if you're out in sin, you're just dirty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the only way that you can come clean is through Christ. Yeah. So it's like it's like taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Not a shower, a bath. A bath, yeah. You get in a bath. You wash all the dirt off of you. At that point, you have to make a decision. Yeah. Am I going to step up and out of this dirty bath water, or am I going to sit in it? Mm-hmm. Am I going to stay in this where it's still there? Yep. The grime is still there. It's still touching. It's still gross. Mm-hmm. It still stinks. Doesn't matter how many bath bombs you put in there, mm-hmm. it's still your dirty still water. Nasty yep. water. And the only way freedom happens is when you step up out of the water. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. It's not. Because it takes a lot of dying to yourself. Because it's still warm. Yep. Ooh. That'll preach. <laughs> that dog will hunt right that there. That dog will hunt. But it's true. Man. Man, that's because so true. Because it's still comfortable. I mean, a hot bath. Feels good. Yeah. Look, there comes a point, and this is me speaking from experience here. There comes a point when the the pain of the whatever it is, the dirty bath water, it gets comfortable. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I, right now I have, a, I have a, a tooth that hurts, okay? And at some point it's going to hurt worse for them to extract this tooth and to do what they need to do for the healing to take place in my mouth. Yeah. And it would be more comfortable for me to leave this hurt tooth in my mouth 
it's painful. And with every bite that I take, it hurts a little bit more. And it hurts my tongue because I keep cutting my tongue on it. But in order for the healing to take place in my mouth, it needs to take place. It's going to cause a little bit more pain, but it's the good kind of pain. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be removed. It's got to be removed. I gotta, you got to take the choice to get up out of the comfortable, nasty, dirty bath water. You know what else? What? If you take, a, if you take, you ever just taken a bath and it just, you just, it just feels good. Mm-hmm. And you turn the water back on to warm it back up. Yeah. To warm the junk up. I like this analogy that you're going with right here. Instead of getting out because the time is over, it's done. The cleansing has happened. There's no sense in staying in it. Right. You got to make the choice. Get up, dry it off, wipe it off, clean it off. You're going to get dirty again. Because you're human. You got to take another bath. That's good. Sermon illustration. Take a bath on the platform. (laughs) (laughs) Have a big clawfoot tub on the platform. How cool would that be? You know who would do that? Who? Who who do you think would do that? Take a bath on the bat platform? Yeah. Or have a pl- Not bath? here, not here. I'm talking about in the in the pastoral realm that you that you follow. Is there one guy that sticks out that you think could do that? Could bring that a, would do that. Michael Todd. Yep. Is that who you're thinking of? Yep. <laughs> He's about a kitty pool on the platform yeah, before he got in it. I know it. I'm sitting here also. I'm going with your analogy here. My brain's just churning. You know, in hot springs, you go to hot springs and people Uh bathe you. Yeah. It is impractical for me to think that somebody's going to come and bathe me every single time I get in the bathtub. Right? Mm -hmm. That is just silly. Yeah. It's But yet, also, a lot of times when we go through the analogy, we think that when we respond to an altar call or we we have this messed up, we get dirty, somebody needs to come up and clean us off. Uh Uh-huh. Besides Christ, you know, that, that's right, his right, job. Right. But we expect other people, pastors or, or somebody to come, oh, I've messed up again. And they're going to, oh, I'm so sorry. And, you yeah. know, help us clean up. At some point, you got to learn how to give yourself a bath. That's right. <laughs> you got to grow that's up good. a little bit spiritually. That's it. And learn how to pray for yourself. And, yep. yes, invite people into to, and, and community. And this is getting a little bit weird with the, the bath analogy yeah. I'm going with. But you gotta, you got you to gotta learn at some point. You can't put all the burden and the responsibility on someone else. You got to take responsibility for yourself. You know. Yes, that's good. That's good. You could give you preach that sermon. You could give everybody a bath bomb. <laughs> I like it. You could. Yeah, you could. Mm. My brain's turning. Maybe we could do a series on bathing in the church. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There was something else I was going to say. Wash yourself. <laughs> uh, hey, we were in Ecuador. I think I may have told you this, but when we were in Ecuador, we were at a church service, and the evangelist was from Argentina, mm-hmm. and uh, all this was in Spanish, right? So uh, we had just gotten back from furlough, so we hadn't been back in country very long, and our Spanish was still a little rusty, and and so we went to this went to this uh, service at a church, and and they called me and Susan up. They were going to. We're gonna wash everybody's feet. <clears throat> that what they're gonna do? They're gonna bring a, they're just gonna bring a bucket, and they're gonna set this bucket in front of y'all. And there's these hundreds of people. They're gonna pass through this bucket. They're gonna take their shoes and socks off. They're just gonna step into this bucket. You guys pray for them, and then they'll, uh, and then they'll walk out. And man, that that water got nasty quick. Well, uh, <laughs> but and he said we we want you to pray that God would you know as Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we want y'all to pray for them that you know that Christ will wipe the dust off their feet, uh, wash the dust off the feet. So Susan and I, this is funny. Susan and I were praying, and and uh, she was, I mean, it's just praying in Spanish, right? Yeah, praying in Spanish. <laughs> I was on one side, she's on another. We were facing each other, and people were passing between us and the bucket. And so I'm praying, and it's all happening pretty quick. You know, people were passing through, and so I was praying, God. In Spanish, it was Dios solo tú could puedes lavar mm-hmm. el po, el pavo de los pies. And what I was saying, what I wanted, what I was trying to say is, God, only you 
could wash the dust off of their feet. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying was, <laughs> God, only you can wash the turkey off their feet. <laughs> and Susan, she's over, because I was saying pavo, uh-huh. which is turkey, and I needed to say polvo, which is <laughs> dust. So she's over here, she's saying, she said, you're saying turkey. I said, shut up. No, I'm not. You're saying pavo. I said, that's what it is. She said, no, pavo's turkey. You need to say <laughs> polvo. can't wash the turkey. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to make that the title of our Bathing. podcast. <laughs> wash the turkey off your feet. Bathing. You better know what you're washing off. <laughs> wash yourself. Yeah. So, anyway. I feel like I just jumped on a soapbox. Of what? I'm just saying. No, no. It, both. it all goes it all goes together. Yeah. It, it goes with with the past. Um because there's a lot of times that we, we choose to live in the past. Yeah. We choose to live in the past because uh they hurt me in the past. I'm not gonna forgive them. Yeah. Can I just say living in hurt is a lot easier than forgiveness? Yes. It's more painful, but it's easier. Yeah. And it's, well, I could go on another soapbox there. Well, I mean. It goes against the word of God right. to not forgive. For, right. But <clears throat> letting the, the victim mentality that you were talking about yesterday and the, the oh, I've been hurt. Like, they, they've, they've wronged me. It's a lot easier to stay there than to step out yes. into forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's not where he wants you to live. Mm-mm. Man, that would have that bath water would have done good yesterday. <laughs> it would have. We have to wash it off. I went from mm, man. Anyways, anyways, hey, we hope. I ain't got nothing else. You got anything? No, else? I think that's a great place to end it. <laughs> great place to end it. Uh, we hope, pray you have a great Monday, or whenever you listen to this. Uh, Lake and Riley did win the. Uh, five dollar gift card. So yes. I was right. State Road. Yes. yes. Yep. It's State Road. Uh, so actually, though, I learned something. Okay. <clears throat> Inform me. It is not SR. That's the way we. That's the way everything's labeled. But if you put it in any kind of mapping system, mm-hmm. it's always labeled AR. This road. Yep. Really. Now, what AR stands for? It's either Arkansas or. Arkansas, Arkansas Road. Arkansas Road. But yeah. AR27. So our, our address is not. Our address is SR27. But it's labeled AR27. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so. so weird. And then our mailing address is different than our physical address. Yeah. P.O. Box. That's so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. It's so confusing to yeah. me. That's why if, if I ever order anything from the church. I ship it to my house. I ship it. I was about to say, I always just put it to my house, and then. Yeah. So sometimes they'll bring it here anyway. The Uh UPS guy knows me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he knows. He calls me bland. And you're bland, right? I was like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) You're bland. No, I'm. I'm not bland at all. I'm salty. (laughs) Depending on the day. (laughs) Yes. So, anyways, uh, we hope we hope you guys have a great day. Yeah. Got a student uh, speaking to youth this week. Sweet. That'd Excited awesome. about that. It'd be awesome. We've got a lot of sick people. Yeah. Uh, we're praying for y'all. Praying for you today. Hope and pray that you feel better. Um, I have to go to the dentist. Pray for me. Pray for... Pray feel for, sorry for me. Pray for <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm scared of the dentist. I have learned in the last few days that there are many people that are scared of the dentist. Don't be scared. That's right. Be brave that's right it's easier to stay in the pain than to get the healing that i need that's right that's right <laughs> but just uh a big baby merry christmas to everybody <laughs> <laughs> happy new year pretty much so uh i did wear a christmas you t-shirt did wear a christmas t-shirt and yesterday. listen to christmas music on the way to did connect you, group last night do you yeah. listen to that donkey song Ooh, it reminds me <laughs> so um the last book i just read um, the life-giving leader. Mm-hmm. He talks about how much he loves Christmas mm-hmm. and Christmas songs. 
He loves Dominique the donkey. The Dominic the donkey. That's one of his favorite songs. That's a great song if you haven't listened to it. It is. It is. So, anyway, that was a fun fact. I like that I'm one. not the only one. So World tur- wore a turtleneck yesterday. I got made fun of. You did? Ken Stanek, I'm calling him out, made fun of my turtleneck last night. He said, I showed up, he said, you cold? <laughs> you cold, bro? <laughs> Called out. Called Our resident out. pilot. Yes. That's right. Okay, anyways, sorry. Anyway, okay. All right, well, we all I have to say wish you a that. Merry Christmas and uh, hope you have a great day, great week, and uh, we'll catch you back here next time. And uh, Catch you on the flippity flip. Yeah, tell somebody about Jesus. We love you. Have a great day. Bye. Catch you outside. <laughs>